Welcome to Sattva Himalayan Wisdom. In this podcast, Anand teaches us that a heart-centered life is a fulfilling life. He explains the fundamental practices to cultivate in our lives, how to live in gratefulness with a sense of appreciation, and how to enliven that place of wisdom within us all, so that we may navigate our journey in an elegant manner. These are the four fundamental practices to cultivate within the heart sphere, or the four fundamental attitudes to cultivate within our heart. A heart-centered life is a fulfilling life. And so these four fundamental practices that we can bring in, that we can cultivate, can really help us navigate our journey, navigate our time on this planet in a very elegant manner. The first one is radical trust, also called surrender. Living from that place of trust and surrender where the unknown is your ally, where you have a natural capacity to let go, And this is not a passive position, it is an intellectually very sound position. Because when you really examine using the intellect, you can find the limits of the mind and limits of your knowledge. As you are listening to this moment, to the voice, to the sound of my voice, millions and millions of years have passed. Billions of years have passed since uh, uh, the start of this particular universe that you and I inhabit. Somehow, we have been led to this moment. No one who is present in this dimension of the now was there as an isolated value of awareness a million years ago, or 10,000 years ago, or even a thousand years ago, or even 200 years ago, and yet here we are. So, existence has a way of working things out. And the more we can really cultivate, cultivate this fundamental attitude of trust, of surrender, there is a great wisdom that is born out of there. This wisdom that is born out of trust and surrender has a very easeful quality to it. It naturally creates a state of expansion within us naturally gives us inner strength. It creates spaciousness within the field of our awareness. So we can really give attention to that which will elevate, that which we can change, and then we can let go of things which we cannot. Right? If we do not have the ability to surrender, and we don't have this attitude where we realize that the unknown is our ally, and we live from a fundamental place where the unknown is actually our enemy, then uh, we are constantly threatened and live from the ego place. Because the unknown is every moment. That's what we call time. Time is journeying from known to unknown every moment. That's what gives us the arrow of time. We can remember yesterday, we can remember the moment before. We do not remember or know yet the moment that is to come. And that gives us the psychological arrow of time. 
So our whole life actually plays out in the unknown becoming known, the unknown becoming known. And if our fundamental attitude, our relationship to that unknown, that great mystery is of one of an alien, of alienation, not of trust, not of surrender, then it is a futile struggle. We constantly keep fighting and we get trapped in the ego trying to control and we lose clarity around what we can change and what we can't. So in all traditions, this has been a fundamental teaching and in the Yogavedantic tradition, this is the fundamental teaching. That's why irrespective of where you go and which master, you know, in my journey through all the Himalayas, meeting different masters and being having the great privilege to be with them, even whether they were living in a small hut or in a cave, there was always an altar. And that altar was where they bowed. Even of these greatest masters who seemed to know so much, had this deep natural state where they had this natural ease born out of surrender. And the altar was not a place where they went with fear, but with great love. Where they allowed themselves to get into this deep attitude of receiving love. So, let us really see to, that we consciously bring this and cultivate this quality, fundamental quality of the heart, of radical trust. Trust meaning that the universe is your ally, that you live in a universe which is your ally, your intimate friend. The unknown is your ally. And you cognize the limit of knowledge, limit of the intellect. And realizing that this place of living from a place of surrender is an intellectually sound position. It is not a passive position. It's an active decision. It's not a passive state. The second quality, fundamental quality of the heart to cultivate is gratefulness. A lot of time, you see, like we hear, oh, I am so grateful, I am so grateful, but. So for grateful, this statement, whenever one says one is grateful and it is followed by a but, it is not really a gratefulness which is transformative. It is, again, just a, a pretense, a pose. We are just posing on the level of thought. So that is why we say the fundamental qualities to cultivate or practices. So it's really about practicing gratefulness. For a grateful heart is a magnet for abundance. And we practice gratefulness by giving attention to the beauty that is in our life. By having that deep, loving, appreciative vision of all that is in your life. Not taking this any moment for granted, realizing that in this very moment, you are alive in a universe which has just mystery in all directions. And here you are effortlessly breathing and there is a magnificent system which allows life to happen. 
without a grateful heart there is only an endless struggle an endless hunger a hunger which can never be filled irrespective of what it receives without gratefulness there is no appreciation of what is and without any appreciation of what is there is no joy in life so it is a great practice to cultivate it is a great attitude for us to really enliven within us cultivating deep state of gratefulness taking time in our day to really stay in that state bring our awareness and really match our energy to this state of gratefulness give it time to get yourself in that state where you're radiating from that place of gratefulness you will find naturally as you step into your life with a grateful heart you will find there is much more beauty in your life than you actually realize you will find so much magic in your life things we take for granted just the ability to hear this sound and make sense out of it itself is a phenomenal achievement is a phenomenal act of grace without gratefulness there is only endless lack there cannot be any abundance without gratefulness gratefulness precedes all abundant experience and the in our practice of gratitude in our practice of gratefulness it is to be all encompassing which naturally silences the mind from its the lower mind which it's endless chatter for more for not being enough who you are and who would you rather be and what you have and what would you rather have and the gap being filled with struggle so here again as as the when we speaking of trust surrender gratefulness also is an active state it's an intellectually very sound place to be to live from that place it is not just making peace with what we have that's not what it is it is about living from that empowered place of appreciation of this miraculous impermanent play you realize how impermanent all of it is so with that grateful heart you get to appreciate this whole play and that energizes you to be more creative in life So let us live from this position of gratefulness, where embodying this value, you naturally become a magnet for joy, magnet for abundance. A being who is really living in ungratefulness can never be abundant; will always experience lack. So it's important to see in your own day as you live. See. are you living from a gratefulness place is there a sense of appreciation for all that is irrespective of what's going on in the theater of life you see if you look deeply enough from a wise place within you from enlivening that sagely place within you then you will find that there is gratitude is the sound position to be in
Without that, there is no love. There is no beauty in life. The third fundamental attitude to cultivate within your heart is generosity, lovingness, as the law goes, whatever you would like to see more of in your life, start by giving it first. This is a law you can verify consistently. It is consistent. Uh, this is a law of nature. It doesn't get broken. Whatever you would like to more of, see more of in your life, start by giving it out first. If you would like to see more love, then be loving. Be generous with your love. Instead of paying attention to the lack of love and being stuck in this idea of lovelessness, Mr. and Miss Loveless, be loving. Cultivate that lovingness. Being generous with yourself. Generosity is a natural nature of a wise being. A heart which is fulfilled naturally bubbles up. And that creates a loop of abundance, a loop of joy, a feedback loop of joy. Because what you give into the system, the system gives back to you. Whatever you feed into the system, the system will feed back to you because you, you are it ultimately. And you every aperture, mm, in this infinite field, which is, you know, you are in a perchard in this infinite field, the aperture being, you know, this localized value of awareness that you are. You're not isolated value of awareness, but you are localized value of awareness. What we call Atman is universality localized. So what you feed into that universality, it feeds back into you. You carve out this unique energy line for yourself where information is embedded. So living from that place of generosity, from a place of openness, generosity in giving, generosity in receiving. Whatever we give out, whatever we are giving out into the world, what are we sending out into the world, flies back. So let us be generous with those things which, which are elevating, right? If we are being, uh, we are radiating hate into the field, then that's what really comes into our life. It's just an infallible law. So whatever you want to see less of in your life, start by giving that out less. Yeah? If you do not want to really experience hatred in your life and violence in your life, then don't be a contributor in that on the level of thought, on the level of conversations, on the level of any level of interaction. You want to see, receive appreciation, then be the one who appreciates. Anyone you encounter, learn to see that which is valuable in them, that which can be appreciated. Locate at least one thing in uh, anyone you encounter worth appreciating. Be generous. Be generous with your love. Be generous with your heart. Be generous with your energy. Whatever you want to see more of. Start by giving it out. Generosity is lovingness.
living from a positionality of lovingness, not lovelessness. Living from a positionality of generosity, not lack. And of course, the fourth fundamental attitude to cultivate is compassion. Loving kindness. And realize that all compassion is self-compassion. And so is all hatred. All hatred is self-hatred. And all compassion is self-compassion. For the individual stuck in that vibrational field of hate, who spends his or her time just full in hateful thoughts, in uh, blame, in uh, holding resentment and angst against others, is ultimately creating their own hell. And when we get into that spacious state of compassion, of loving-kindness, forgiveness, then there is an inner freedom that happens. This inner spaciousness that happens. In compassion, you can see the underlying field of love. That is, woven in the very fabric of existence. In compassion, you can see the struggle that every soul has, you know, in that search for meaning, in that search for joy. And you realize that behind all the facade is this seeking. And as you are anchored in your own inner joy, you are able to naturally radiate that state of deep compassion without being pulled into any kind of heaviness, without being pulled into any kind of toxicity. You can remain in that inner ocean of bliss and yet radiate out for as within, so without. And as you are in touch with that inner ocean of bliss, that inner state of deep fulfillment, that fundamental ground of your being, and radiating that out, that may all beings, loka, samastha, sukhino, bhavantu, may all beings realize their true nature. Then you find more and more support from nature, a compassionate being naturally gains greater support from nature because it naturally elevates your status. You naturally generate punya in the field, merit, you accumulate merit. Acts of 
loving kindness, going out of our way to serve without any attachment of the ego. But from that deep, humble place, it's truly a liberating state to be in, to live from. So, this is my invitation to you to cultivate these four fundamental qualities of the heart, living from this empowered state, that deep state of trust, surrender, where the universe is your ally, where the unknown is your great beloved, where you are realizing that there is a creative intelligence which is organizing everything, including this very body, which is beyond all reductionist interpretations and explanations that we can create through language. cultivating and practicing this radical state of gratefulness which really gives us the opportunity to appreciate living with that place, that vision of appreciation. When you see from those eyes of the grateful heart, then everything becomes miraculous. Then you are naturally in awe of the miracle that is here and now, that is your life. that deep place of generosity, lovingness, being generous with ourselves, with life, knowing that, being very well aware that what I radiate out comes back. Whatever I would like to see more of, my life. I'm the creator of it, not the created. Start from giving it first and living from that place of compassion, having compassion for yourself, for your own mistakes, learning to forgive yourself. A great master once told me that one of the big differences that between me and my students is that I forgive myself at least five times a day. You can learn to forgive yourself and you can forgive everyone else. Compassion has forgiveness within it. It has loving kindness within it. It has deep cognition of one's own inner bliss ocean within it. And the beauty of this is what? That all these are interconnected, right? So as you cultivate one and bring that fully into your life, then you find naturally 
the other is becoming more accessible or they spontaneously arising within your life. So, may they serve you on your path, on your journey. in this magnificent play that we call our life. Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Tat Sat You have been listening to Sattva Himalayan Wisdom with Ananji. If you feel charmed, subscribe, share and comment.